Hello everyone, welcome to episode 36 of the Retro Break podcast, and this is an end of year wrap up episode, and everyone really loved the one that I did last year, so I'm going to go into even more detail this time. I've actually spent quite a bit of time during the Christmas and New Year holidays this year, actually studying last year in detail so I've got a load of stats that I can share with you and I've actually done some calculations to try and figure out how the channel might go next year and I've got some great plans for that as well so stick around. So let's start first of all with a uh, list of all the content that I've made throughout 2023 because it's been a great year this feels like the first year where I've properly got a good grip on my actual schedule. I haven't missed a single episode all year. In fact, in December, I actually released some extra episodes to normal as well. So at the end of 2023, this is what all of my content looks like across YouTube, Twitch, um, my gameplay channel, podcast, blog, shorts, and I put books on there, although I haven't actually finished a book, but I thought I might have by now, but never mind. Anyway, in terms of main YouTube videos, that's YouTube videos on the Retro Break main channel, I've actually made 53 videos, which is very slightly over one per week throughout the entire year. And I'm so happy that I managed to keep up a, um, a consistent schedule. And... I'm actually going through my stats right now. Today is actually the 31st of December, so things might change very, very slightly. But I'm actually going to just update the uh, dashboard right now because in 2023, let's go through what I can see here. I got 1.9 million views, which is insane. Uh, that is 138% more than the same time frame last year, which again is incredible that I more than doubled what I already thought was my by far best year that I've ever had on the internet. So to be 138% better in views this year is just unbelievable. So thank you all so, so much for your incredible support throughout the year. Um, in terms of watch time hours, that's actually up even more. That is 152% more than last year with 164,000 hours watched on my channel which is just mind-blowing honestly in terms of subscribers this year i got 15,000 uh let's see 15,092 subscribers which is 103 percent more than last year so literally every single metric that i've got here is well above and beyond where i was this time last year and I'll touch on whether, I'll touch on the revenue as well because why not? I think people will find it interesting and honestly, although it may sound like a lot, it doesn't really feel like that considering the amount of effort that I've put into actually making videos. So at the end of 2023, throughout this year on YouTube, I actually made £4,829.10p and if you want to be precise. And uh, let's see what we actually got money-wise last year because it didn't show... Wow, last year I only made 1,700, so that is a massive jump. It doesn't actually show me the percentage there. Um, but anyway, I've made this uh, Excel file here where I can actually um, update the stats and it will actually tell me the growth. As of recording, I have 36,853 subscribers at the end of the year. And at the start of the year, I had 21,700, so that is a 70% increase. My goal for the year was to actually hit 50,000, which I am off by, what is that, 33,000-ish? No, 40,000, 
13,000-ish. So not a million miles away. And maybe next year we can hit that, or hopefully surpass it, because I'll talk about some of my hopes for next year. But anyway, 70% growth from the start to the end of the year is fantastic. Um, in terms of Twitch, let me just go into my Twitch dashboard, and I can update the uh, stats on there as well. So I have 633 Twitch followers, and at the start of the year I only had 280, so that is actually an increase of 126. And over on the Gameplay channel I have just slightly less than that, I have 527 subscribers, which is a 79% increase from the start of the year. And in terms of the podcast, I'm actually only tracking the podcast stats on the YouTube channel. Although Anchor does give me stats for Spotify and Apple, but they're kind of all over the place. So in terms of YouTube, it's grown 34%. And I haven't really put as much of the time and uh, effort that I would have liked to into the podcast itself. And that is something that I'm hoping to rectify next year. So um, that was a 34% increase, as I said. So hopefully you're all enjoying the podcast anyway. And in terms of actual content, I did 39 Twitch streams this year, which is great. Nearly one a week. And podcasts, I only managed to do 14. Well, yeah, this one's coming out on the 1st of January. So I did 14 in 2023, which is definitely less than I would have liked. For some reason, I've really struggled to find time and energy to record podcasts. I don't really know why. So I'm actually, I'll, I'll cover this in a bit more detail when I go into some of my plans for 2024, but I'm actually trying to come up with an easier method for me to record podcasts and kind of already have an idea of what the uh, episode's going to look like before I begin. So I've kind of got a, not really a script, I've kind of got bullet points of different sections in the podcast that I'd like to talk about. But we can cover that a bit later on. I also made eight blog posts, and that's something else that I'd like to try and do more of, is to try and grow my um, website, which sort of links all these things together. And there is a blog section on there as well, and I know a lot, not a lot of people probably read it or even care about it, but it's something that I like doing just for fun. I enjoy writing and, you know, getting my thoughts and opinions out there, and different styles of content is always fun. And I only made three shorts this year, which includes TikTok and YouTube um shorts and to be honest I really don't care about shorts at all although everyone keeps telling me that I should try and make them so what I've decided maybe next year if I get some extra income I might try and hire an editor to cut up some of my main videos and turn them into shorts and I'll probably end up uploading them to TikTok and to my gameplay channel on YouTube because I don't really want them to be on the main channel I know that I personally get annoyed if one of my favorite YouTubers starts uploading a lot of shorts. It kind of feels at odds with the regular content that they upload. So I'll try and keep it separate. So let me know whether you think that's a good idea or not, because I really don't know what to do with shorts and I really don't enjoy making them. So the only option I've got really is to outsource that. And hopefully it works in a short format. I don't really make my long videos to be watched in bite-sized chunks, but maybe, maybe something good can come from that. So that was an overview of 2023. But I've actually gone a bit more in-depth this year, and I've actually broke down things into different categories. So I have an analysis sheet here, and I've made some pie charts and stuff. If you're watching on YouTube, I might put some of these um, data points and graphs and things over the screen so you can actually see what they look like. But if you're listening on Spotify or Apple, don't worry too much, because I'll try and uh, visualize it as I'm talking. So... The graph that I've got here, or the table that I've got here, is a list of all of the videos that I made throughout the year, 
and I've also separated them out by type. So we have a few different types of uh, video content. We have top games, hidden gems, hardware, homebrew, history, collecting, uh, what else is on here, nostalgia, uh, current, which is sort of modern games, uh, reviews, and books, and tier lists, which is something else that I've been experimenting with. Oh, and events too, so quite a varied set of content there, I would say. And what I did basically was assign that to each of the videos that I'd made this year. And as well as that, I've also put the amount of subscribers that each video brought me from uh, this year as well, as well as the revenue that the video brought me, as well as the revenue per mil as well, which is how much I get paid per 1,000 views. And there's some interesting disparities between the amount that I get paid per view and the actual amount that the video generated overall. And I've also, just for my own benefit really, put the average percentage viewed and the average view duration and the click-through rate as well, although click-through rate isn't really the best uh, metric to go by. And I've got a nice coffee here with me to help me get through this because it's going to be a long episode, so I hope you're all enjoying it. So for the first thing we'll look at, let's have a look at which type of videos brought in the most subscribers. And there is a definite runaway success story with the Top Games videos. They actually brought me in 5,070 new subscribers, which is actually 73% of the total videos that I released this year, which is insane. So I'm definitely going to be doing more Top Games videos next year. But I don't just want to make that. Obviously, I want to branch out into other types of uh, content as well. So the second best type of content that I made this year was actually hardware. So that includes hardware reviews and overviews. So that includes things like the MiU Mini that I did, as well as, what else did I do? I did a emulation handheld comparison video, which did quite well. I also did one, trying to think now, one for the Logitech G Cloud. Actually made two for that. So they did really well. They brought me in 435 subscribers overall. Of course, Homebrew always does really well for me on this channel. That brought in 417 subscribers. Uh, history videos are probably the ones that I enjoy making the most. And they actually did quite well. 336 subscribers. Although that only accounts for 5% of the overall total subscribers for the year, which is crazy. And just below that is Hidden Gems. And I didn't really do that many Hidden Gems videos. So the fact that they brought in uh, over 300 subscribers just from that, and I think I only did like two or three this year, that's really cool to see. Uh, nostalgia brought me in 51. And the nostalgic videos are the ones that I'm counting as the subscriber milestones videos. So the things like uh, when I hit 20,000, I did my NES memories. And when I did 30, I did my SNES one. And of course, when I hit 40 soon, hopefully, I'll do a N64 memories episode as well. And the rest kind of trail off a bit, and reviews, current, shorts, books, tier lists, they didn't really bring in that many subscribers at all. And if you're interested, the video that brought me in the least amount of subscribers, which was actually minus two, which I'm still really upset about because I loved making this video, that was my Insomnia Gaming Festival vlog. It actually brought in minus two subscribers. So two people actually left the channel when they saw that video. They were just so disgusted by it. But I enjoyed making it, and I guess that counts for something. And I actually did the same breakdown for views as well, and it basically follows the same order. And again, Top Games was just insane. This is crazy to me. Top Games videos this year brought in 673,000 views. 
that's unbelievable. That really is. So that's it for the breakdown of the types of videos and sort of what they brought in. Or let's go into revenue a little bit. So the actual number one video that brought me in the most money this year. And again, this is crazy that I can literally just stand in front of a shelf and talk about some of my favorite games and get nearly £800 for it. My top 15 Game Boy Advance games video brought in £765 this year alone, which is insane. And the Game Boy one, the top 20 Game Boy one, also brought in about 700 as well, which is crazy. And for some reason, the Game Boy one actually has a revenue per mil that is twice as high as the Game Boy Advance one. So I don't really know what's going on there. I don't really understand how this works at all, because my third best performing video this year, my top 10 Game Boy homebrew games, only has a revenue per mil of 1.97, so £1.97 per thousand views, which is terrible. So I really don't understand why a regular Game Boy one would be like four times that. So that is a bit strange. I don't really know how that works. So this is probably even more interesting than the individual videos. I actually tracked all of my stats throughout the entire year, month by month as well. So I have each month listed as well as the amount of views for that month, the amount of subscribers that that month brought in and the revenue at the end of that month as well. And March was by far the best month ever on the channel. So let's skip straight to March. I got nearly 400,000 views, 3,500 subscribers, and about uh, just over £800 in revenue, which is amazing. And nothing really lived up to that. The uh, The video that I released in March was my top 15 Game Boy Advance games video, and that one did incredibly well. There's a graph below that shows the uh, amount of views throughout the year, and there's a massive spike in March. And then there's a smaller spike in July, which I think was the homebrew video. And then there was another spike in August. I'm not sure what the one in August was, but there's basically three standout videos from this year. I guess the other one was my Game Boy homebrew top games video. And then later on that year, I never really managed to find the same amount of success. And the level uh, kind of... It kind of leveled off a little bit throughout October to December. So I'm hoping to pump a little bit more excitement into the channel starting in the new year but there is a good reason why the views dropped and uh, it was actually kind of for my own benefit really so around august i was getting a little bit burnt out on making videos for other people so i did a lot of promotional videos for things that people sent me for advertising things that you can buy off the internet and affiliate links and stuff like that so i actually wrote a blog post in august saying that i was stopping any sort of uh, collaborations or sponsorships or anything for the entire rest of the year. So I can see why the channel kind of died off a little bit, but I think it was for my own good, and I did actually spend some of that time kind of experimenting with other styles of video, and I think some of them were really fun to make. Like, I tried doing the replay videos, which was supposed to be me playing through a game on Twitch, and then talking about my experience over on YouTube, and as much as I enjoyed making them, they really did nothing for the channel at all. I did, like, four or five at this point, and they all basically bombed right out of the gate. I just think people don't like watching videos about individual games. People would rather have a faster paced video that's slightly longer but actually covers more games in one video. So that's why I think the top games videos do so well rather than the individual reviews and sort of nostalgic. Not really let's plays but nostalgic looks back on some of my favourite uh, games. So they didn't really do very well and I'll probably stop doing them going forward because they 
you know, there wasn't really any sort of response to those videos at all. They just kind of came and went. So that is kind of disappointing, but I can definitely see that the landscape of YouTube is heading away from that kind of detailed one-off kind of video, which is kind of a shame. And maybe I'll do the odd one or two, but it's not really a priority. The good thing is, though, that throughout the year, the revenue has continually gone up. I've actually got a, um, a graph here with the average, and the average is going up and to the right, which is good. Although the average subscribers is going down uh, to the right, which is not that great. March was by far the highlight, and there was a few bumps, but November and December really didn't do very well. In fact, in December, I, only, I got even less than 600, which is by far the worst month all year. Even worse than January and June, which were the other two worst months. And this is the first month all year that I haven't hit 100,000 views either. Although, you know, that's kind of be to be expected. I didn't really put out any big videos this month, and people haven't really got as much time to watch YouTube and stuff as they do throughout the rest of the year. So that was kind of a look back over the uh, year in a monthly view. And if you're on YouTube, you can actually see a month-by-month -month breakdown right here. And now for the most exciting bit, my predictions for next year, for 2024. So let's get uh, straight into it. So what I did for this basically was take that monthly view and make an average for the entire year, as well as the totals for that entire year as well. So um, yeah, so the totals for the year, for 2023, in terms of views, I got nearly 2 million extra views, which is crazy. Uh, 1,880,000 to be precise. In terms of subscribers, I got just over 15,000. And in terms of revenue, like I said, I got nearly 5,000, which is fantastic. And the averages, so this is all the months rolled into one to make an average. On average, in 2023, I got a monthly view count of 156,000. I got a monthly sub count of 1,200. And a monthly revenue of 400. And obviously this is just going off YouTube stats, nothing else retro break related. And going by last year, by 2022's standards, seeing that I got around 100% more, 150, 100% more, I decided that a good estimate for the end of next year would be to just double the stats for this year. So on average, I'm hoping by the end of the year I can look back and do this same graph again at the end of 2024. And I should see something that looks similar to this. So I should see around 300,000 views per month, around 2,500 subscribers per month, and around £800 in revenue per month as well. So I really hope that can happen. I've got some really great plans that I'm going to go into in just a little bit. So... Hopefully you can kind of see how I'm going to try and up these numbers to match what I've got here. And in terms of the predictions for the end of the year, I'm hoping that by the end of the year we can have something that looks around 3 million, 3.5 million views, around 30,000 new subscribers, and a total revenue for the year of just below 10,000, which would be incredible. And that would be the first step that I could probably feel like maybe I could take this full-time Obviously, I'd like to have around, I don't know, fifty or 60,000 before, before I felt comfortable in, you know, quitting my job and actually doing this for a living. But, you know, if the stats keep on moving up and to the right, it is a possibility in the not-too-distant future that maybe I can take YouTube and Retro Break full-time, which would just be a dream come true. So any support, any help you can give me towards that end goal would be incredibly appreciated. Uh, so anyway, in terms of total subscribers by the end of next year, 
I'm not going to try and aim for 100,000 because I feel like at this point it is still a little bit too far away into the distance, although I really want that silver play button. By the end of next year, I'm going to aim to have around 65,000 subscribers, which I think is definitely achievable. I've got here, if you want to know the precise number, it should be 66,921 subscribers, but we'll see. And then just for fun, I extrapolated that out again to the end of 2025. And by the end of 2025, I should have 127,000 subscribers. And I should be on around 20 grand a year, which is quite exciting. So that's still two years off now, but let's listen to this in two years time and see whether I was anywhere close to that. So that is my 2023 review. Now let's talk a little bit about what I'm actually planning to do next year in 2024. So before we take a look at my plans for 2024, let's start by having a look at the plans that I wrote at the beginning of last year for 2023 and see whether we can actually hit off any of the goals or any of the things that I planned to do this year. So like I already said, my goal for the end of 2023 was to hit 50,000 and I didn't quite hit that, so I can't really tick that one off. My second goal was to have a thousand, uh, to have 100 subs per day, which again, I didn't quite hit. Although some days, especially in March, I did actually hit that, so I can I can kind of tick that because I did see it happen. And I would have also liked to have a thousand pound in monthly revenue, which I didn't quite hit. The best I got was just over 800, so I wasn't a million miles off either, so kind of happy with that. I managed to tick off one of my three goals at least. Now in terms of strategy, this is something else that I did at the end of last year, and it's always interesting to look back at this and to see whether I actually managed to do anything that I was planning to do. So higher production values, absolutely, I think I've definitely upped the production values. I got myself a new camera, the A7S III, and a new lens to go along with it, and some new lights, you know, a new microphone. I think everything on the channel is improving every single video, so it'll be really cool to see at the end of next year how much better I can make the production values. I know there probably is a ceiling that I'll hit at some point, but I still feel like I've got a long way to go, especially in terms of just presenting the videos, making them flow better, you know, keeping the viewer retention and stuff stable. There's all sorts of things that you can look at in the background on YouTube with the analytics and things, and it's something that I really enjoy doing, so I'm always trying to constantly push myself to become better and better and to make my videos easier and more enjoyable to watch as well. So hopefully I can continue to see that growth going into next year. Um, evergreen videos was a strategy that I had, and I kind of hit that with a few of them. I mean, there's definitely a good set of videos throughout 2023 that I made that are still bringing in views months, maybe even years later, hopefully. So evergreen videos I can definitely tick. That's something I'd like to do a lot more of next year as well, and I've got a good idea for the kind of types of videos that I can make now. Um, focus on gaming history is definitely something that I did a lot better than the year before. In fact, I'm actually just going to pull up my channel now so I can have a look at all the videos that I made this year so I can kind of remember a little bit better. I think gaming history, especially since I actually changed the um, the tagline for my channel to be celebrating video game history, it's really something that I've tried to lean into better. And it's something that I really enjoy doing, like the book reviews and things. They're kind of gaming history-related books. I loved also making the history and development series, like the, um, what would you call them? Kind of like mini-documentaries in a way. I really enjoyed researching for them, and they are still getting views even to this day, like the GBA one that I did. I did one for the Wonder Swan, which did really well. I did one about Gunpei Yokoi, which is doing well. So I'd love to try and do more of those next year. So I can definitely tick that. 
a focus on podcasts. Unfortunately, like I said, the podcast has kind of suffered this year, but it will definitely pick up again next year. Uh, streams, I definitely focused on streams quite a lot, and that actually saw the most growth out of anything that I've done. Better thumbnails. I mean, my thumbnail game probably isn't the best it could be, but I'm kind of happy with how they look, and, you know, they seem okay compared to other videos on the home screen. Uh, keep improving after each video. I'd like to think I do that, so I can tick that one. Outsource video editing. I tried it once, and I was really disappointed with the results, and it was kind of a nightmare to talk back and forth and to uh, keep saying that I wasn't happy with it. So I really don't want to outsource video editing for a while. I actually really enjoy uh, editing videos myself. So I'm not going to tick that one. Uh, stop making promotional videos. I can tick that at least towards the end of the year. Enjoy the process. I definitely enjoyed it a lot more than last year, which is great. Simplify the process is something that I'm still trying to do, like making things easier to, to do to, that take up less time and, you know, I can kind of keep up the same quality without having to spend too much extra energy on getting things right. Um, so that was the strategy. There was also something else I wrote that says focus on emotion. So maybe that's something I'll try and lean into a little bit more next year. I just feel like people can relate more if you put some more emotion into your videos. Um, in terms of upgrades, I had a list of eight upgrades and I bought four and four I've carried over to next year. So the ones that I actually bought that helped, I have an uh, auto HDMI capture solution. So any of the consoles behind me, I can easily just turn on record gameplay and get it straight onto the computer, which is great. Um, a portable monitor for streaming and for chat. Yes, I got that. It's sitting over there on the right and it works really well, especially for the live streams. Uh, streamline filming and streaming setup. That's definitely streamlined. Everything's plugged in and ready to go just at the press of one button, which is fantastic. And the final upgrade was the A7S 3 camera, which I can also tick off. And the four that I didn't get that I'm hoping to get at some point in the new year is the uh, a new lens, a 20 to 40 lens. That will be the Tamron 20 to 40 because I really need a lighter lens to take with me because I've got the 24 to 105 OSS sony lens which is really great but it's also really heavy and it's only f4 as well so the background doesn't get blurred out quite as nicely as an f2.8 would so tamron 20 to 40 is definitely something i'm looking to get early next year as well as the m3s gimbal for the camera as well i think that'd be really cool to be able to go around events with a proper lens and full frame camera on a gimbal setup that would be some really nice cinematic shots I'd also love to get some NAS storage for backups and to replace my aging hard drive, which is really starting to fail on me a little bit, so I'm getting kind of worried about that. And the last thing I got there, I don't know whether it's something I really need or not, but I did also put down the Retro Tink 4K, just because it looks really cool, and I'm always looking for better ways to capture gameplay, especially from some of the retro systems. So that was my plans for 2023. And now for the most exciting bit. Hope you're all looking forward to this. Here's my plans for 2024. Let's see how many of these still hold true at the end of next year. So 2024, again, the main thing is enjoy the process. If I'm not enjoying it, what's the point? So that is the first thing I've got written down here. Focus on growth videos and monetization. So something I would really like to try and do this year, 2024, is to try and monetize my gameplay channel and the podcasts as well. I don't really know how I'm going to do that just yet, but it's something that I'm really hoping to try and do, especially with the long-term goal of going full-time. It'd be great if all the types of content that I make are able to be monetized in some way or other. Uh, I would also, this is kind of a lofty, ambitious goal, I would like to be the go-to channel for retro gaming information and entertainment. 
And I know I am for some people, but I never see my channel like listed in, you know, like Reddit threads or forums of retro gaming channels that you should check out. So I would love to try and, you know, get myself up there a little bit to be a bit more well known in the community. Not really sure how to go about doing that other than just making good videos. So I'll try. I'll see where we can get next year. Please recommend my channel to friends and stuff, you know, if people don't know about it, that would be really cool. And I would also like to try and focus on the everything you need to know video checklist. So that is basically my long-term goal. So I've basically got every single console uh, written down as well as a list of videos that I want to make for each console as well. And then the end goal for that is two things. So one of the end goals is to merge all of those individual videos into one massive mega video called everything you need to know about the console. So uh, basically it would be like a two hour long epic video about everything you need to know about the original Game Boy. And that would include top games, hidden gems, history, my personal memories, which games maxed out the system, the best imports to buy, um, a look at some beta and prototype games, a look at the legacy and the homebrew and stuff like that. And I would roll all that into into one massive video. And I would also like to roll it all up into a book as well and to be able to actually sell that online and to sell it at shows and things and to actually have something physical to show that I've put all of that work into each individual system. And I've got a big long list of systems here and it's in a spreadsheet where I can tick off which videos I've done. And by the end of it, I'll actually have 234 individual videos, which hopefully will all be evergreen videos that continue to bring me in more money and more subscribers. And each console will have nine individual videos and then the everything you need to know combined one at the end as well. So that's a massive plan that's probably going to take me years and years and years to actually finally get around to making that for everything. But it's something that I'm very passionate about and it will happen at some point, but I'm not going to put any timelines on it or anything. And another thing that I'm going to try and do this year is actually stick to my schedule. So podcasts, I'm aiming to do two every month. At uh, They'll be going live every Monday, every other Monday at 7am. So that's the perfect time for people to start their working week. Maybe you can listen to the podcast on a commute. Maybe you can listen to it on your first day back at the office or you know back at college or however, wherever you listen to this. So expect two episodes a month, and I'm going to try and stick to that all year. I'm going to stream every single Tuesday at 7.30pm, and I'm going to use that mostly for capturing footage for my main videos. And I'm going to keep that slot at 7.30 on a Tuesday, specifically related to retro games. I might stream other games, and I might stream with other people, but they'll be on different days of the week, and they won't have a set schedule. So look forward to some more sporadic streams throughout the year as well, but definitely, in particular, look forward to the ones that are going up every Tuesday at 730 and then they'll be up the day after over on my gameplay channel as well. And I'm going to start the year off on a strong start. I'm actually going to start working on my quintet video by uh, streaming ActRaiser for the Super Nintendo, so look forward to that on uh, Tuesday the 2nd, I believe it will be, the day after this podcast. Um, in terms of main videos, they'll be going live every single Friday at 4pm, just in time for everyone to finish work for the weekend and hopefully kick the weekend off to a good start with a nice retro break video. And maybe I'll do extra videos in the week. They'll probably end up being like sponsored ones or shorter, less evergreen style videos that I just want to get out there. So maybe you expect a video on a Wednesday as well or something. I haven't really decided how I'm going to do second videos yet, but it'll probably be Wednesday at 4pm as well. But there will definitely be a main video every Friday at 4pm. 
so look forward to that. And to round the month off, I'm actually going to do a monthly newsletter, which I'll be uploading free on my website and also on Patreon, as well as a Patreon-exclusive behind-the-scenes newsletter, which will take a look at the month to come and some of the plans that I've got for that as well. So that is my schedule. I think I've managed to make it manageable. I've streamlined all of my processes, so it's really easy for me to make all of these different types of content. So fingers crossed at the end of the year, I should have 52 streams, 52 videos, and half that amount of podcasts, whatever that is. So really looking forward to that. It should be around, what, 25-ish podcast episodes. Um, My goals for the year, again, enjoy the process, is the main goal. Also, 65,000 subscribers. Now, this is something I haven't talked about too much, and I'll probably dedicate a whole episode to it in the future, but I'm also working on a book. The first book is going to just be called Celebrating Video Game History, and I won't go into it in too much detail here, but I have wrote about 10,000 words so far, and my goal by the end of the year is to finish that book and actually get it released and out there into the wide world, so look forward to that. I would also like to continue my weekly video schedules and build up the Everything You Need to Know video series, which is something I just touched on, monetize gameplay channel and podcasts, and something else that I'm going to try and get back into this year is integrate brand partnerships into regular content, and that includes sponsors, that includes promotional stuff. I'm going to try and do that, mostly just to get my name out there a bit more, more than anything, so we'll see. Um... Let's see, some big videos that I'd like to work on this year. Again, I'm not really promising anything, but these are videos that I've been putting off for a while, so I'd love to try and make them. The first one, and I think one that will do really well, is the history of the original Game Boy. I loved doing the history of the GBA one, and like I said, that's still getting views and subscribers today. And people really enjoyed the effort that I put into it. So I'm doing the same for the original Game Boy. In fact, over this Christmas holiday, I was actually writing some ideas and the kind of first draft of a script for that. So look forward to that. Maybe in a few months' time, I want to make sure I get it right first. I would also, because I'm going back to Japan at some point next year, work on a history of Akihabara video, which I'm actually going to do out there in person, and I think that would be really cool to kind of talk about how that came, the how that became the gaming capital of Japan and stuff. It's a really interesting story, so look forward to that one. Another thing that I would like to try and work on a bit more. I don't know whether it will actually come out next year, but at least in terms of the streams, I'm going to focus on this. And that is the Quintet documentary, which is about 12 years in the making at this point. So one day it won't come, it won't appear, and it will probably do really badly. It will flop, and I'll wish that I'd never put that much effort into it. But it's a passion project, and I hope it will be really good whenever it does get released. I would also like to try and do an Advance Wars retrospective. That's something that I mentioned last year, and some people said that they were looking forward to it. So I'll try and get that out and potentially get the full everything you need to know about the Game Boy video done by the end of the year as well. So that is five big videos that I'd like to try and make. It's not a massive number, but they, you know, something to aim for, isn't it? Evergreen video topics. This is what I was mentioning before. So I'm going to try and stick to, for the majority, just making videos based on these types here. So top games obviously brought in the most everything this year so i'm going to try and do more of them maybe some more unique lists as well like top games in a certain genre rather than a certain system or things so i might branch out a little bit that'll be cool hidden gems as well they always do really well although a lot of them are kind of expensive and 
I'm kind of making this more difficult for myself than it needs to be, but I'm only showing games that I actually own physically, because I really like that, and I really think it helps my channel stand out from a lot of other channels that do these kind of videos, but they just download the ROMs off the internet, and they don't really put the time or effort into showing the box and the manual, and all the physical enjoyment that comes from collecting games as well as playing them. So I hope that people appreciate the money, the attention to detail, the effort that I actually put into my videos compared to a lot of other things out there. I know it might, it might make things a little bit more difficult for me, but I think in the long term it's definitely worth trying to actually do it properly and trying to do it well. So that's why the Top Games and the Hidden Gems videos take a while, because they are very, very expensive to make, and it does take a lot of saving up to get some of these games. <clears throat> I would also like to carry on the Nostalgic series, which includes my um, memories videos for subscriber milestones, as well as my journey through specific consoles or game series and things as well. Um, hardware reviews did really well, so I might try and get in touch with some companies to get some more retro-related hardware to talk about next year. Console variations is something that, again, is quite expensive, but the GBA one did really well, so I'd like to try and do that. History videos, I mentioned before. Homebrew, I've kind of lost a little bit of interest in homebrew games if I'm honest but they do they do do well and I like to support uh, game developers so I'll keep making homebrew videos as well um, and that's it really that's my plans for 2024 so I really hope you're looking forward to it hope you're looking forward to more regular podcast episodes as well I promise I'll get two out every single month and that is it for now let me know some of your goals and stuff if you're listening over on YouTube you can also email me at retrobreakgames uh, at gmail.com if you'd like to discuss everything in this podcast episode and also join my discord as well and you can discuss the podcast episode there anyway i'm losing my voice i'm getting ready for the celebrations to end the year hope you all had a great year and look forward to everything i have in store for 2024 thank you so much for listening goodbye